When you spot violence, or bigotry, or intolerance, or fear, or just garden variety misogamy, hatred, or ignorance, just look it in the eye and think the good outnumber you, and we always will. Patton as what? This was the Boston Marathon bombings, and this is the good, the bad, and the pure evil. So the day is April 15, 2013, and we're at the Boston Marathon. It's the 117th marathon, and it's the world's oldest yearly marathon. It's a very popular event and happens on Patriot's Day, which marks the 1775 battles of Lexington and Concord that sparked the Revolutionary War. So April 15, 2013, 23,000 runners took part in the marathon. At 2.49 p.m., two bombs went off at the finish line on Bolston Street. 5,700 runners were still in the race. When the bombs went off, the windows of surrounding buildings blew out. Runners continued unaware, crossing the line until 2.57 p.m. For the race, there was rescue workers and medical workers already on scene. They would give aid at first while waiting on more police, fire and medical units to come. The explosions killed three and injured over 260. 14 of the injured needed amputations, with some suffering traumatic amputations as a direct result from the blasts. Emergency plans had remaining runners diverted to Boston Common and Kenmore Square. Buildings were evacuated and people were told to stay off the streets. In the chaos, people just ran. They dropped their bags or belongings, and this increased police concern that there were more bombs. Many were scared and reported more bombs, but these were innocent because of fear. Seeing other bags, they were trying to help, but were false leads. At the same time, an electrical fire erupted at John F. Kennedy Presidential Library. This had more fear and chaos, with panic of another bomb had gone off. Boston airspace was restricted, departures at the airport stopped, and some local trans transit services also stopped. The American Red Cross helped those looking for information about runners and casualties. The Boston police set up a call helpline to give out information. Google, they even got involved, activating their Google Person Finder. Because the area was uh, evacuated, visitors in hotels were now without accommodation, so locals opened their homes to help them. FBI led the investigation, helped by Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, as well as the CIA, the National Counterterrorism Center and the DEA. So the task force was huge. At first, North Korea was blamed. Uh, they believed, it was believed they would be involved as there had been threats and tension to the US before the bombings. Evidence near the blast included metal, nails, ball bearings, pieces from a backpack, an uh, electronic circuit board and wiring. On a nearby rooftop from the explosion, a pressure cooker lid was found. Both of the improvised explosive devices were pressure cooker bombs made by the bombers. In hospital, Jeff Bowman, who lost both legs in the blast, wrote a note to staff. It said, 
bike saw the guy looked right at me. One stable, Jeff gave a detailed description of the suspect. This had images circulating to identify them. Three days later on the 18th at 5.20pm, the FBI released these and other images to the public asking for help to identify them. A video showed the suspect watching the chaos erupt and then just walked away, while others around him were in panic. Hours later, the Tisardavi brothers were identified as suspects and the hunt was on. The pair ambushed police officer Sean Collier uh, while he sat in a, squ a squad car and he was shot six times. They killed him. Then the brothers carjacked the SUV. The owner of the SUV, who was in the car, was taken hostage. One brother, Tamerlan, he drove the SUV with the hostage. The other brother, Des Hukar, followed in a stolen Honda Civic. Later in interrogations, it was found out the next plan of the brothers was to drive to Times Square, New York, to set off another bomb. The brothers took the hostage to an ATM to get money from his account. They drove to a gas station to get supplies for the New York trip. At this point, the hostage escaped and was able to call for help. He had left his phone in the car and this was important because it would allow police to locate the vehicle which was now in Watertown. After midnight on April 19th, Joseph Reynolds, a police officer in Watertown, saw the brothers in the stolen cars. He followed them while calling for backup. They were stopped at the intersection of Laurel and Dexter. Tamerlan stepped out of the SUV and opened fire. Police returned fire and emergency help was called by police. A gun battle erupted between them. A pressure cooker bomb was thrown along with several crude grenades. Police Chief Deviu said the brothers had an arsenal of guns. Tamerlan ran out of ammo and was tackled. The younger brother, Deshokar, got back into his SUV and he drove to Tamerlan, thinking he could drag him into the car. But in the chaos, he ran over Tamerlan, dragging him a short distance. Deshokar stopped and ran for it, leaving Tamerlan badly injured. Tamerlan was taken into custody and died in a medical centre at about 1.30am. Officer Richard Donahue Jr. was badly wounded in the leg. He did survive. Dennis Sam, uh, Simmons, a police officer, was injured by a grenade and he died a, a year later on April 10, 2014. In total, 15 officers were injured in the gun exchange. Knowing their names, it was able to, the police were able to find out that the brothers migrated with their family to the US seeking political asylum around tw uh, 2002. At the time of the bombings, Tamerlan was 26 and Dishukar was 19. With Dishukar still loose, the residents of Watertown were told to remain indoors. A 20-block area was shut down and corded off. Those in the area were told to stay inside and don't answer the door unless it's police. Officers in tactical gear came into the area to search every nook and cranny. Helicopters circled from above. SWAT in armoured cars moved in. Officers went door to door searching homes top to bottom. Public transport was suspended, including some taxis. 
universities, schools, businesses, all were closed. The house the brothers shared was searched, finding seven self-made explosive devices. The brother's father would plea for this car to give himself up. The shelter-in-place order was lifted on the evening of the 19th. Two hours after this, a man named David Henningbury noticed the tarp on his parked boat was loose. So he thought he'd go have a look and tie it back down. Inside the boat, he'd seen a body lying in a pool of blood. Freaked out as you would be, David called the cops. They came and surrounded the boat. A police helicopter flew above, using thermal imaging to see if there was a body and if it was moving. Soon the person inside the boat grew curious and peeped out of the tarp. Immediately shots were fired. Exchange of fire went back and forth for an hour. But when this car was captured, he had no weapon. I'm not saying he never had a weapon in the boat but he didn't have one when he was captured. He was arrested at 8.42pm and taken to a hospital in critical condition. He was shot in the head, neck, legs and in the hand. The government decided to try this whole car uh, in federal court. He was questioned for 16 hours, but April 22nd stopped talking once he was read his Miranda warning. That day, formal charges were brought against this whole car during a bedside hearing while he was in hospital. Charges were use of a weapon of mass destruction and with malicious destruction of property resulting in death. Charges came with life in prison or death. This car was said to be awake when told the charges, mentally competent, lucid and nodded in response to questions. He was asked could he afford a lawyer and he said no. So he was represented by the Federal Public Defender's Office. April 26, this health car was moved to the Federal Medical Center or FMC. Here he was held in solitary confinement. July 10, 2013, he pled not guilty. September 23, 2013, he was back in court for a status hearing with his lawyer asking for more time to prepare. Jury selection started January 5th, 2015 and was completed March 3rd with a jury of 8 men and 10 women. March 4th, the trial began. This hooker was painted a, quote, soldier in a holy war against Americans, end quote. And his motive was said to be, quote, reaching paradise, end quote. It was also said the brothers were equally participants, so there was no leader or follower. The defence obviously argued this. Defence attorney Judy Clark admitted this hooker planted the second bomb. He was there at the police officer Sean Collier murder. He was there at the carjacking and was there at the shooting. But she said the older brother Tamerlan controlled him and this hooker was a follower. From March 4th until the 30th, prosecutors called over 90 witnesses including survivors who detailed losing their limbs. The government rested March 30th and the defence rested March 31st, calling just four witnesses. This car was found guilty on all counts on April 8th. Sentencing began April 21st and a verdict was reached by May 15th, recommending death. 
after saying sorry to the victims, this hooker was sentenced to death on June 24th. July 30th, 2020, his death sentence was reversed. Why? Because it was found out the district court didn't properly screen prospective jurors on how much they heard of the case. March 4, 2022, the Supreme Court reversed the decision again and reinstated Dishockard's death sentence. FBI interrogators said the brothers were motivated by Islamic beliefs, but they weren't connected to any known terrorist groups. Dishockard said he and his brother wanted to defend Islam from the US accusing the U.S. of the Iraq War and the Afghanistan War against Muslims. Tamerlan was born in 1986 and this was born in 1993. The family came to the U.S. in 2002 applying for political asylum. Tamerlan dropped out of school to be a boxer. He married Catherine Russell on July 15, 2010. He had a violent past with an arrest in, 20, in 2009 for an assault on his girlfriend. 2009, Tamerlan became more devout to being a Muslim. The FBI were told by the Russian Federal Security Service in 2011 that Tamerlan was a follower of radical Islam. In response, the FBI did interview Tamerlan and his family, but found no evidence of terrorism activity. At the time of the bombing, Dishokar was a student majoring in marine biology. He became a nationalised citizen September 11, 2012. Tamerlan, he was connected to a triple homicide on the evening of September 11, 2011, but wasn't a suspect at the time. Brendan Mess, Eric Wiseman and Raphael Terkin were killed in Brendan's apartment. All had their throats slit so deep that they were nearly decapitated. It said the killer knew the victims and the murders weren't random. Tamerlan was best friends with Brendan. From the bombings and revelations about Tamerlan's life, the triple murder was re-examined April 2013 with Tamerlan as the new suspect. Some claim the boy's mother was a radical extremist and influenced the boys. This had the Russian government warn the US government on two occasions about the family. Both Tamerlan and his mother were placed on the terrorism watch list a year and a half before the bombing. The One Fund Boston was uh, set up to help the bombing victims. A week after the bombings, crowdfunding websites received over 23,000 pledges, promising over $2 million to victims, families and others affected. President Obama addressed the nation after the horrific event, and he ordered flags at half-staff on all federal buildings until April 20th. And that is the Boston Marathon bombing story. Hit that like and subscribe button, ring the hell out of that bell. Join me next time for the tale of Marta Rendell. She was the last woman to be hanged in Western Australia for the murder of her husband's son, Arthur Morris, in 1908. She's also believed to have killed his two daughters, Annie and Olive, by swabbing their throats with hydrochloric acid. The children died a slow and painful death, with numerous doctors treating them until one expressed his doubts about their deaths. 
Until then, this was the good, the bad, and the pure evil. <laughs>